Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Hallelujah. I was reading uh, during this time where I just had to, for doctor's advice, I said just take some time to rest. And uh, what I was um, the Lord led me to confess, read out loud certain scriptures, and even learn to sing them. And I sang some of the songs, was very helpful. And uh, I wanted to, to share with you, I mean, this, the psalm, one of my favorites, of course, we have, you've known about this one, but among the, those that I sang was uh, Psalm 91. Uh, it says in Psalm 91, uh, I used to hold up my, by the way, you, we used to hold up the Bible, remember? Uh, I have my iPhone, and I have several versions of the Bible on my iPad, but it's not as much fun. As holding a Bible, isn't that right? But hold up your iPhone or Bible, and this is this is my Bible. It's the Word of God. I receive everything the Bible teaches me. It is the Word of God. No weapon formed against me can prosper. And I thank the Lord for every promise the Lord has made. And by faith, I receive all the promises of Abraham. Thank you, Lord, for the blood. Thank you for the word. The word is alive, active, full of power. Jesus is my healer. He is revealed as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And we receive that healing today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I learned if the word stays like this, and then I speak it, sing it, receive it, speak it over others. That's, it's one of the great tools that you have. And uh, Psalm 91 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, say, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, Shall abide, shall abide under the shadow, under the shadow of, the of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. And my, fortress. My, God, my God, in Him, in him will, I trust. will I trust. So we are determining to continue to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Now you have in your heart of hearts, that place where the, the glory abides, where you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And Derek would often say, you know, I mean, he would point to his belly, and he, he thought that this is where the Holy Spirit dwells. But wherever your place, it's just, I just felt I wanted to share uh, 
that are found that in the secret place of the Most High. That you need to guard that secret place. Uh, it's a precious place. And you guard it. It is your duty if you want to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And uh, don't let the enemy contaminate your secret place, that the dwelling place of the Lord's presence. And if we get emotional, we get sometimes, and we say things and realize that your words have power. And cultivate the power of your words. And therefore, do not speak them in a dumb way. There's power in your words. And uh, don't get into dumb, stupid controversies. Don't get into speaking negative things. Uh, find that secret place and protect it with all your might. And uh, the word goes on. Surely he, has, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Any kind of the viruses that are coming around that I believe many people, many doctors who are able to talk. Do you know that it, we are in a strange place where all the doctors are not free to tell you what they know. They, are, they would be punished severely. In fact, some of their communications is so under oversight that they're frightened to be totally frank with you. I mean, I don't think we've had this kind of atmosphere for many years. This is unusual. But the noisome pestilence, I believe, is this, the new viruses that are coming out and especially this China virus. Uh, and we, and this monkeypox, all of this stuff. Some of these things have been around and they won't let the old medicines be taken. So do you have something you Isaiah, want Isaiah 59, 14 says, judgment is turned away backward and justice stands far off because truth is fallen in the street. And let us acknowledge and be faithful to the revelation in our lives. Scripture says the church is the ground, the foundation, the origin place and pillar the support, the upstanding, upholding force or form of truth. So, in fact, if in our nation, for instance, truth is fallen in the streets, and it is, you cannot speak the truth. I mean, sorry, whether your last name is Jenner, Levine, or Thomas, you will not be a woman if you were born a man, you can paint up and mangle your body all you want and, and say, this is my truth. But 
the truth. The church is the ground and pillar of the truth. And um, if, if truth has ju- judgment, good judgment has been turned away backward because truth has fallen in the street. I mean, for me, this scripture just says, well, yes and amen, Lord. Once again, it's simple and it's clear. And it's not to be harsh or quote unquote judgmental, but enough already of calling evil good and good evil, and forcing, foisting upon a society this, which actually is only demonstrated in history in Marxist, communist, dictatorship, fascist dictatorship, where people are forced to what, what the Soviets that were oppressed like... Uh, um, Solzhenitsyn and some of the refuseniks, and Natan Sharansky calls it doublespeak, where you know and believe the truth, but you are forced to say and assent to publicly a lie. And that is the spirit that has, is trying to, still to invade our lives, our hearts, our psyches, our nation, our politics, our news media, our entertainment, um, and we're talking about Buzz Aldrin, but we're not going to talk about Buzz Lightyear now because <laughs> Buzz is, you know, gone over. I mean, it, it is, re- say ridiculous. It is not rocket science. <laughs> um, but the church is the ground and pillar of the truth according to Scripture. And it is because we have a living relationship. We've been recreated and transformed as a society of people, the church that is, within a society by the finished work of Jesus and the fact that he dwells with us in person, alive. And he is the truth. And the truth trumps facts, quote unquote, um, every time I, you know, I was noticing in the worship, in the songs, in the phraseology of the songs that we sang today, and when we sing, all hail the power of Jesus' name, let angels prostrate fall, bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. You're right there in John's revelation. You're right there in Daniel 7, where the victorious son of man comes with the offering of his blood into the courts of heaven and the ancient of days receives him and he's seated and Daniel's vision occurred in the context of direct contest with all those beasts that were rising in the earth that represented human governments and ultimately what scripture tells us is human governments left to themselves without being under the fear of the Lord and subjection to his word and his law become ultimately beastly in nature where they are predatory, uh, biting, devouring, at war with one another. And more than that, where they trample and devour the peoples who are under their rule. And so today we were making this proclamation to our current events, to our political events, to the global events, that there is a king who is Lord and ruler of nations. And we know him, and we declare that kingship where we are in the earth in the face of the lies. So 
let us be the ground and the upholder, the raising up again, the standard, you know, of, of truth um, in and, our nation. And we don't assume, well, it has been done. Some of the ancients did this, and I'm just going to float. Our yeah, that's destiny yeah. and our duty is to maintain. Maintain until he comes. And so this word and the word of God to encourage each other and to continue to abide in the shadow of the Almighty and stay in the secret place of the Most High. It goes on, he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. He's picturing here the eagle. He's the great eagle. And under his feathers we find shelter and protection. And uh, you find that the eaglets can get covering under the wing of the great eagle. And he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wing shalt thou trust. Find when, when an eagle gets old and its feathers are really kind of in a bad shape, he'll go to a hiding place wherever he can go and defeather himself and pull out all the old feathers. And then he just waits on the Lord in a sense. And the feathers are renewed. His strength, it says, is renewed like the eagle's. And thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. So those listening to us, even on the web, or those here, that no pestilence can touch your home. And you've got to maintain this, and we're going to maintain this as a church, the covering that, I mean, some of these pestilences, suddenly, these nations have never heard of them. And yet, some of the old medicines have worked that uh, we have to not let the new people, the pharmacies and different people who say, well, this does not work. Some of the old things are working. The, the number of times that we read in our Bible in just about every uh, other encounter that Jesus had with persons of his day or with his disciples. His message was, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Fear not, little fuck. Let not your heart be troubled. And I think that's another one of those, you know, supports a ground and a support of the truth that for the church to walk in and demonstrate, but hold up for others to run into the refuge. Why aren't you afraid in these times? I'm not afraid because we know the beginning from the end and the one who holds all things together by the word of his power. And in fact, he actually lives in me and he can live in you too. And, you know, we know the beginning from the end. We sang that phrase, uh, it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. And right there, uh, you know, I, every time we sing that, I have the image from Genesis where the Lord takes, you know, the mud or the, the primal clay, whatever it was, all of that substance that just 
became because of, of God's nature himself and molds it after himself and, and then, you know, inbreathes. And we know that in the natural and then moreover when we're born again and made alive spiritually and then inbreathed by the spirit of resurrection, the Holy Spirit, it is his breath in our lungs. Paul said it. In him we live and move and have our being. So these are vital, important, and they're vital and important for every human being. There are more and more testimonies of, and they will continue to be so, of when the church is the church in a community and the vibrant local church where the word is, where the spirit is free to move, where the saints uh, persist in loving one another and living and walking together, the testimony is starting to impact the darkness. And more and more folks that have been taken in by the darkness are suddenly getting a, a, a reprieve, a breath of life and coming to the Lord. And it all the more, it makes you want to protect that secret place. Yeah. And uh, there were mysterious things about the secret place, but it's the place where you receive the Holy Spirit. Thank you. you guard it. You don't let stuff God, and junk in protect Yourself used to be. I mean, one of the some of the great examples. Joseph is a great example. There were all kinds of weird accusations. I think shenanigans uh, that were thought of by the devil. But his brothers had spoken a lot of negative things, and he did not let all these negative things inside his heart. He guarded that secret place. And because of that, I mean, he, he went from worst, from bad to worse. Glory to glory in reverse. In reverse. <laughs> he was, he became, a, he was put in prison. He became a slave. There were all kinds of negatives thrown at him. And he would always prosper in the middle of it because God made him prosper. May that be your story yeah. and our story, that whatever is yeah. spoken around, we don't take it, and we do not define yourself by the negative. Let that secret place be strength to you. Abide in it. One of the descriptions I had many years ago, well, part of the secret place, whatever, if you were an ally of the Lord, and you came to some of the ancient armies, like God, his name, one of his names is Jehovah Sabbath, the captain of the armies of God. Yes. So if you came for protection from that army, where they would put you in the middle of all around would be the army, and right in the center where the headquarters of the captain or the general <laughs> of all generals would be, they would put you there. That's your hiding place. That will protect you right there. And that we say today that you are in that secret place Amen. of the Most High. And therefore, we do not receive negative things because it contaminates your secret place. Mm. I remember way back, many years ago, when the baptism of the Holy Spirit was fresh, 
I remember the regular people, regular church situations. The traditional church was difficult for them to accept the thousands who were getting the Holy Spirit, pastors and churches, and they would make all kinds of accusations about us. And I remember being in the company of Derek Prince and Bob Mumford, Aaron Baxter, some of those. And uh, we would get all kinds of negative about, hey, what is this about the Holy Spirit? All kinds of accusations around the Holy Spirit. And it was, we had to make a decision. We are not going to receive anything negative. We just release it to the Lord. Lord can take care of it. I'm not going to receive any uh, negative confession. And for us, as we are abiding in the secret place, we live out of the positive. Um, and let the Lord vindicate to you. You don't have to vindicate yourself. If others have to say nice things about you, fine. But don't yourself be in a way you are saying nasty things about others because they say nasty things about you. Thinking, thinking of Josephine, you remember when he was in the prison and he became the key to unlock the prison door for others and he still remained in the prison. <laughs> in Genesis 39... It, in three different places, it's beautiful. In verse 3, it says, His master saw that the Lord was with him. Say, the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Tell your neighbor, the Lord is with you. And then in verse 21, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of a prison. This is later. So verse 3 is one situation. Later, verse 21, is another entire situation. But the key is the Lord was with him. So tell your neighbor the second time, the Lord is with you. And then again, the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him, with with Joseph and made everything that he did prosper. That's amazing. You think of Paul, for instance, when he's on the ship in chains, in the hold of the ship, in chains, still keeping probably the fast of the Day of Atonement in spite of the fact that he's a prisoner being carried away in the worst of natural and physical circumstances and a storm comes up. Now, before they ever got on the ship, he had the wisdom of the Lord. He counseled the captain. This is not a good time to launch this cruise. Let's wait. Nope, they didn't listen to him. He was forced to go with the ship regardless. He didn't have the freedom not to be on it. And in some ways, that can be the circumstance of our lives, in our personal life, in our families. The decisions of others that we're joined to ultimately have an impact on us. And oftentimes, we are not free from the impact of those decisions. But as we are with 
them in that, and the Lord is with us, we can expect a different kind of turning and a different kind of end thing. And, you know, in Paul's situation, it was so beautiful after the ship was being broken up by the storm and everybody was desperate and knew they were all going to die, then now they wanted to take Paul's advice. <laughs> but, and he was able to say, this night an angel came and said, Paul, don't be afraid. I'm going to save this ship because you're on it. And the lives of everybody, they lost a lot of the junk, but the lives of everyone were saved. So you may feel like you are in a perfect storm with three, you know, thunderheads, tornadoes, hurricanes, typhoons converging on you from all different directions all at once. But you know what? The Lord is with you. Be not afraid. Under his wings, you can trust. He'll cover you with his feathers. Amen. Amen. The other one that besides Joseph, that really for me stands out, is David. King David was maligned by Saul in so many ways and the others around in the kingdom. But he would not let negative come in him. And he eventually became, of course, the ruler. Uh, but in the place uh, where he was with all the ones who are in debt and yeah. distress, yeah. that he remained a leader because he would not let accusations come. He would not be defined by them, and neither would he start saying negative things. He did not say anything negative. In fact, there was a time where Saul uh, is in a very vulnerable place, and David yeah. can easily smite him with his sword and he told his men woe unto me if I do this because God has anointed Saul right now he's in a place where I, I'm not going to define this God will take care of this and he had seen firsthand you think of uh, that moment where when the the season where David actually you know, served in Paul's, uh, Saul's direct presence, and occasionally an evil spirit would come on the king to the point, yeah. rising up in jealousy, he saw the anointing, what was in David and what was coming intuitively, but an evil spirit would rise up to, to kill David. And what did David do? He had learned the secret place, remember, as a shepherd in his worship and all of that, and he carried the anointing of the secret place with him, and he could just manifest the secret place, and suddenly the demons would just go and shut their mouths. Amen. It's beautiful. Uh, the Lord is with you. Um, two of the other instances that just resound for me is when Jesus, it's, it's a, a Christophany in Scripture, where the pre-incarnate, Lord of glory, the Son of Man, shows up in the earth in a moment. He shows up in the barn with Gideon, remember? Hey, oh, Gideon, mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. And in Gideon's circumstance, are you kidding? The Midianites had come yet again 
just in hordes of numbers to take all of the harvest that all of Israel had labored to bring forth. And when it was ready, all the food was ready, they would descend and take it all. And one year Gideon said, you know what? Enough is enough of this. And he's there in the barn under the cover of night, you know, beating out just enough of his harvest to feed his family. And suddenly Jesus, boom, and he says, I'm with you. I am with you, Gideon. And then Mary, of course, you know, Hail yeah. Mary, the Lord. This Mary is a great type yeah. of keeping her secret place. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, getting pregnant <laughs> without advantage of marriage at that time. She knew uh, Joseph was going to be her man and it was all good in that sense, but she is a single girl, and wham, an angel shows up. Blessed are you, yeah. <laughs> and God is pleased with you, and you're going to yeah. get pregnant. <laughs> and say, say what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she is another great example yeah. of nodding, let, not letting yeah. any junk contaminate her heart and her thinking she kept her confession and uh, and throughout her life because you remember Jesus own brothers didn't believe the story that their mother had to tell about their brother uh, and certainly some of Jesus opposition even in his hometown was that people didn't that, that, you don't get pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And he would have been looked upon as an illegitimate son and Mary as a loose woman by many people in their immediate circumstance for all of the entirety of their lives. And yet, there they were. She kept certain things in her heart. And I, I boy, I would have loved to have been there in the moments that she rehearsed to her little son what had happened and how he came about. And, you know, uh, my goodness. And Our eyewitnesses of the Bible, they told us the important stuff. But, man, wouldn't you love it if they had filled in some of the other stuff between the lines? Amen. Um, you know, because they're real people and, you know, real, real situations. Uh, um, I, I think often of the nature of the Lord when, you know, Peter, Peter was like, he was like the, the first to volunteer, right? The first responder always, the first one. If they're going to attack you, Jesus, I'm going to cut their ears off and, you know, just whatever. He was always the first. No matter what, Lord, I'll never depart. I'll never deny you. And, you know, a couple of times the Lord just said, uh, Peter, that would be the devil giving you that thought, <laughs> and I'm not going with it. But after Peter's betrayal, and it says the last, you know, line there in Scripture about Peter um, before the crucifixion is that he, when the cock crowed, he went out and wept bitterly. And so you, there's the situation that Peter is left in as, as a man, that now he's just devastated that he, all of his bravado did not equal courage 
when it came to standing up in front of the the thought and and the people and the public dynamic of the day there at Caiaphas House, and then the next thing they would have witnessed was the crucifixion. All the more horror, and you know, for for all of them, but there. When, when Jesus shows up in the resurrection um, and meets the women in the garden, he, he tells them, go back and tell the disciples, and Peter. <laughs> and Peter, yeah. So it, it's like one of the first things that he's faithful to continue on is that relationship with Peter and to mention Peter by name and direct something to Peter by name. And... I pray that each one of us today can allow the Lord to put us in that same kind of attention, to recognize that when you may think that you are the last one on anybody's list or that the things that concern you or that you're carrying or dealing with are the last things in all the grand scheme of big stuff that's happening in the world, I believe that our resurrected king of glory is always saying to the angels, take care of this and take care, and don't forget Heather. You know, don't forget Deborah. Don't forget Linda. Don't forget. And naming us by name. And at the time, and Peter is vulnerable. You know, Peter, he, he gives in to the negative, but he's not defined by the negative. And so you may have flubbed up once in a while. But you're not defined by Amen. your flubs. That's a profound statement. Not defined by the flubs. Is that with <laughs> one B or two? <laughs> I think once. <laughs> okay. Well, we can make a movie out of it called Flubber. Or the son of Flubber. <laughs> son of Flubber, too. <laughs> Absolutely, if you make money. Uh, <laughs> but in all of the flubs, part of the secret is to keep God on the throne. Thank you, Lord. And the devil cannot dethrone God as the center of your definition. And so Peter was not defined by his flubs, and God did not define him. Yeah. It's amazing that he was not permanently like that. And and that in this hour, we need to be compassionate and send out healing and understanding, but protect our children and the little ones. If you have seen the pictures of what's happening in some of the places like uh, Los Angeles, Portland, uh, Seattle, do you know that uh, Starbucks is moving its headquarters. I mean, it's going to displace itself from several places. They owned, what, about 11 or 13 of them? Closing stores. Closing the stores. And uh, they're no longer going to do in those business in those areas because it's been taken over. Basically, they won't say it clearly, but it's basically taken over by the druggists and the people who have been who allowed the devil to destroy their lives by drug addiction. And there are so many issues in that, that China 
is letting, I mean, exporting multiple thousands of pills that there are enough pills of fentanyl coming across the border to kill our entire population over and over. And we need to be in prayer. We need to protect our borders. And it's not just for politics. It's to protect our children and protect certain areas of our communities that these drugs would not come in. But you look at those people, and so many of them, they were sons and daughters, and they were loved, and yet drugs have destroyed their lives. Well, we need to pray, and part of the revival, I'm, I believe that prophetically something changed when this decision came down from the Supreme Court. And turn around, after 50 years, row we wait to turn around. It was a sign from the Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's telling us, believers, I am, I am listening. Yeah. I'm hearing your prayers. Thank you. Lord. And I'm, as you come together, I'm turning things around. As these strategic elections come in a few months. Mm. By the way, so I heard some of you are preparing already for Christmas and are playing Christmas music and I give you permission <laughs> blessing. <laughs> Someone came up to me yesterday and told me they're putting on a YouTube station that has a fireplace, Christmas fireplace, something like that. And they're already playing Christmas yeah. music. Whatever it takes to get you in the mood. But we are, I believe that the spirits of Thank death and those that have given in to the devil, they are discouraged because God has given us a major sign and he's going, we are going to go from Amen, glory Lord. to glory. Yes, God. And so more so than ever, we guard our secret place. Do not take in the definitions of the devil. Do not define yourself by the media because they are going to totally un make us lower than whatever. And God is going to raise up his church to be a mighty Thank army you, of the Lord. Amen, Lord. He's going to, he wants to anoint Thank you Jesus more and more. Say more and more. More and more. So you are not in defeat. You're going from victory to victory. And the Lord who abides in the secret place is watching yes, over God. his army, wanting yes. to anoint you. But our part of our key is to keep Jesus on the throne. He is Lord. Thank he, you. We declare him. But, and Thank the more you. I know that during certain seasons, and especially mm. because of COVID, they purposely, and in many places, that could, they could not even... Uh, but they were able to meet legally. They could not meet even as believers together in a group. And in Canada, certain other place, states, they did, uh, the powers that be did everything they could to keep people apart. Yeah. And if they could, to isolate them. Mm -hmm. And so more so than ever, we're going to be affirming the, the strength of the word 
stay in the Word, and then stay in community. If you have been separated in somewhere because of the COVID pressures, all of that, do all you can to get your children in church, to you to attend church regularly, because others are receiving strength from your presence. Yeah. But, and you remain strong in the Lord in the co and in confessing that we are going to abide in the secret place of the Most High. God is on the throne. And we are you, going from revival Thank to revival. Sure. God himself has turned us around Thank you, Jesus. for us. And we're going to take that hint from the Lord that he let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Say, let God arise. Let God arise. Let his enemies. Let his enemies be, be scattered. scattered. Say it again. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Say it again. Let God, God arise. And let, let his, his enemies, enemies be scattered. scattered. And Amen. we are going to encourage ourselves. <laughs> and these are different real clues. This is not fiction. Yeah. The Supreme Court of the United States itself was a major six to three decision. It wasn't just very minimal thing. And we thank the Lord for all the good things and, and the things even in the nation. Bonnie and several others went to the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm -hmm. And we knew this something strategic. We couldn't say what, but something was happening. And there was numbers of people who went over there. And they made it. By the way, they're trying to make it a criminal act of going to the Washington, D.C., or being there and uh, discouraging people to come. But I will tell you, it was important for us to encourage Judge Kavanaugh, for example. Yeah. And he, on two occasions, we had the, I had the opportunity to specifically um, speak with his wife and encourage her. And oh, it, wonderful. it brought her to tears when I just reminded her that there were literally millions of Christians that were praying and standing. And if I can say, uh, make this comment about those decisions, and there were actually, there were four or five in that week that were very significant uh, for a number of reasons. But the foundation of every one of them had nothing to do with special interests, personal politics, personal opinion. It literally was because we now have a majority of justices on the bench of our Supreme Court who consider themselves originalists. In other words, they, they hold to the original founding document of the Constitution of what it says. So if you think about it, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious, but if you think about we as believers, we have the word of God and the revelation of Jesus as the ground and pillar of our worldview in a different way, but I can use that illustration, for our national government and for the general foundation of our society, we have these documents and specifically the Constitution. And the further our justice and legislative and executive branches get away from having anything to do with the foundation, the more uh, crooked and, um, gosh, I can't even think of a good word, but the House will not be able to stand up. And so very significantly, 
the dynamic of um, making that decision was speaking directly to the issue of life and God is origin and all of that. But the justices didn't do it for that reason. They did it in order to try and reestablish our national home on the firm and straight foundation of what the Constitution actually does put forth as rights and privileges and, you know, all of those things. So that was really the big win for the long term. As we know, it's going to be fought over in every place, but that returning to the true foundation like that also dropped a plumb line where light and darkness now are very plain to see. And when you have influential persons, celebrities, political leaders, or regular people on the street that are marching and demonstrating and saying, come here because abortion here, we'll pay for your abortion. When big corporations take out ads and put forth major things of, we'll pay for your abortion, it is because, woman, they want you as a minion in their money-making machine in their corporation. They don't want women distracted from professional careers by raising families and having children, for heaven's sake. So th those are just insidious things that are behind all of this doublespeak that's coming at us. So, church, we are the grounded pillar of the truth. And, and again, I'll just say about those decisions and the Roe decisions specifically, as well as the one on the EPA and the gun one, the prayer one, um, and... You know, unfortunately, at this time, uh, the immigration one, the, the decision wouldn't have been emotionally decided the way we would have liked it, but, because there's an invasion happening. But they were removed from that. That has to do with Congress. And they, the Supreme Court did what it's supposed to do, go to uh, the Constitution. So thank the and Lord. And we go back to, again to our Constitution and the Bill of Rights and... Uh, if you read the decision, especially as uh, like r simply Roe v. Wade, that what Judge Alito wrote was again pointing Very to our powerful. basic foundation. Go and foundation. read the decision. If you haven't read it, please go and read it. It will help you understand in a moment how the decision was made and why it was made. And, and starkly in the language there, they also talk very specifically about the actual act of abortion and what happens to the child and all of that. Though that wasn't the reason they decided, but thankfully, they put it directly in the conversation of what the Constitution of our nation talks about. And it's, it is important for us, for us to receive personal and overall corporate revival. Yes. Because God on, wants Lord. to give us, re-energize yes, the church Jesus. to enforce some of these yes. freedoms that we have received and we have, I believe, the church has somehow gotten either allowed the negative things to uh, kind of define us and we need to go back to the strength we have Amen. in the Lord, the be in the secret place, yes. and let the anointing be released to break the yokes yes, 
over our nation yes. and over the nations. I want you to know, I mean, this is again, uh, uh, they have so tried to redefine us that you feel if you say certain <laughs> things, you are being jingoistic or negative. But I, I, the, there are major corporations that are cooperating with international organizations that want to put United States of America in a secondary place where we'll be in a place where there is such joblessness, etc., where we will need to start praying for our factories to once again that people will get employed and we will be prosperous in such a way that this nation will continue, which we had before, but even more aggressively help other nations, that we can bless the poor, take care of those disadvantaged in our nation, and then help the other nations of the world. But we need to be able to be number one, that we need to be able to take advantage of the oil reserves that we have right yeah. under our feet yeah. in yeah. nation after nation. Yes, come on. Amen? Yeah. But God has made yeah. our nation a wealthy nation and blessed us. And even there, there are people who are promoting junk and promoting lies about the Green Revolution, etc. So we will ourselves, and then we have our leaders going and begging terrorist nations, please <laughs> give us a little bit of your oil when we have God has given us multiple billions of reserves right under our feet. And thank God. We want to thank God for the provision. Thank he you, Jesus. Dwells. He who dwells. Yeah. He who dwells. In the secret, in place, the secret place of, of the, the Most, Most High. And it goes abide. on. In verse 6, Nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness. Thank Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. Nor the missiles right now, I'll tell you, the things that are happening in Ukraine make you question, scratch your head. What is happening? Why is Ukraine in that place? And, and why is Russia doing these things? And the, and the arrow that flies by day, the, the, the missiles that are coming in, and uh, a thousand may fall at thy side, and 10,000 at the right hand, but it shall not come near you. And we all aggressively are going to pray for our neighbors, our family members, and distant family members, and stand firm. The arrow is not going to touch. The pestilence is not going to come our dwelling. We bind in the name of Jesus Amen. every spirit of infection and okay. every, I mean, there is germ warfare trying to go, and there are people trying to keep us vulnerable. And we're going to go to the Lord, Jesus. keep Jesus on the throne, and Amen. plead the blood of Jesus <laughs> over our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I'm going to have a grandchild. Yeah. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> you too. You shared that. And it's a good thing. But that is more and more, it just obligates us that we are, and our neighbors, and we are adoptive uncles and um, nieces, nephews that we have that are spiritual, 
and we need to protect them. So there is a yeah. duty we have. Yeah. And I, I want to tell people who were really scared off from being a church body by being, being isolated, Come back. Yeah. It's time Come to back. Engage. Be community. Yeah. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand are right hand. But it shall not come near thee. And it will not come near God's church. We need to continue to pray over the church in every area. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. So we are going to see the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. We, the wicked shall re re receive their reward. They shall no evil befall, befall thee, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Amen. For how, it was amazing how we gave in to this whole COVID thing. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll tell you, it is a, quite something how the, the medical community the honest ones were so persecuted. Uh, and I've talked with some of the doctors. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. There are angelic activities. Thanks. We need to focus on even more of that. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he had set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Say, when I call. When I call. God will answer. God will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him. Show him my salvation. So that's your promise. Say, God's going to give me long life. God's going to give me long life. He will satisfy me. And show him, show, show me, me. Show me. His salvation. His salvation. So that's, I mean, wow. I want to go out with wow. a bang. And wow. yeah. uh, all yeah. of you, we're not going to sure surrender to the definitions of the devil. But let the, be right in the center of God's will and be abiding in his presence. And be in the secret places and guard our secret places and not allow rumor, not allow lies of the devil to define us. Jesus is on the throne. Thank you, Lord. Say, Jesus is on the throne. Jesus is on the throne. Long life. Long life. Will he, will I sati will he satisfy me? Will he satisfy me? And show me. And show me. His salvation. His salvation. So each and every day we're going to expect more miracles. Miracles for our nation. Miracles for our state. It is quite something that so many of the states have given in to lawlessness and murder and criminality. And it's the drug, the drug cartels are making their multi-billion dollar industry. And but th again, I think in this nation in particular, where the church has been so blessed and visited and given so, has been given so much, uh, that it's the withdrawal of, by the church from the public square, but before that comes the, the 
absence of presence, the absence of personal revival, um, that obviously leads to the church in general withdrawing and has left these vacuums. So once again, Lord, send down rain, send your revival, come Holy Spirit and recreate us, recreate the earth and raise up your church in this hour in this nation as the ground and pillar of the truth that justice may return, that righteousness might prevail, that the wicked would be rewarded by their loss of influence and power and position, and the righteous would be rewarded by their influence spreading, their light spreading in the name of Jesus in this hour. Amen. And that we will see the Lord's answer to other prayers, many prayers that have been prayed for this nation, and many prayers by the founders, many prayers by the generations that have gone before us for this nation, prayed in faith, believed, and seen in advance that have not yet been answered for blessing and for good. Amen. I would like the worship team people to come up. Thank you, Lord. And in the meantime... Let's stand up for a moment. Raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Say, I'm dwelling. I'm dwelling. In the secret place. In the secret place. Of the Most High. Of the Most High. I'm abiding. I'm abiding. Under the shadow. Under the shadow. Of the Almighty. Of the Almighty. I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. No weapon. No weapon. Formed against me. Formed against me. Can prosper. Can prosper. I. I. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Am prospering. Am prospering. In everything. In everything. I put my hand to. I put my hand to. I have prosperity. I have prosperity. In every area. In every area. Of my life. Of my life. By the stripes of Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus. I and my family. I and my family. Am healed. Am healed. My children. My children. Have the protection. Have the protection. Of the blood of Jesus. Of the blood of Jesus. I don't speak. I don't speak. Negative things. Negative things. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Not a doubter. Not a doubter. I believe. I believe. In every promise of God. In every promise of God. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I don't have a spirit of fear. I don't have a spirit of fear. But I have the spirit, but I have spirit of, power, of power, of love, of love, and a sound mind. And a sound mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. I wanted to say, Vivian, wave your hand. There you are. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda, visit us at chavdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.